In a world filled with intergalactic space battles, metahuman destruction on a global scale, and psychopathic serial hauntings, there's only one team who can make sense of it all. When your world is overrun with rampant pop culture, call Luminary Guardians of Geek. Yeah! But now you know what that is. After 12 episodes, I finally figured out what that is. You know what that is? What is it? It's a dragon! A dragon! It's a dragon destroying a king's landing is what that is! <laughs> we knew it way before it was going to happen. <laughs> now we can finally reveal it. <laughs> Everybody, it's Loop and Larry, Guardians of Geek. I'm Loop! And I'm Larry! And we have a power pack show. This is our first show. We were just talking about this off off uh, off podcast. Yes. Um, we were just talking about how we haven't done a regular show. In weeks. Yeah. yeah we've, been, done, we've thrown a few specials in there, but... You know, we figured at, at some point we've got to get back on track. So now I think we're back on track. So everybody can calm down. Yes, calm down, everyone. <laughs> there was mass hysteria, some panic. When are Loop and Larry going to get back on track? Give us what we want. Forget about all this news. We, and now we're back on track. We are back on track. So a few things have been going on that aren't like really, I guess they're newsworthy, but they're not the news. No. Um, so uh, Game of Thrones. This is a big one. This is big. As of recording date, okay, calm down. Okay, well, <laughs> we I can't. We just finished episode five right. of season eight, so we have the finale to go, and I, I gotta tell you, this is like, this is. I've never experienced anything on TV <laughs> <laughs> that even comes close to what I'm watching on a weekly basis in this season. It's insane. And there's been some critics of this season, yes. but I have enjoyed it thoroughly. I have too. And there's some things that haven't been answered, yep. but I also, I like that not everything's been answered. Yeah. because. In reality, these people would not have someone to come up and say, oh, this is what the Night King is. That's right. And this is where he came from. Like, that <laughs> yeah. would be ridiculous. It, like, that's what I like about it. Because someone would have known that already prior to the Night King coming. Right. Like, the Night King's not going to go, oh, before I'm, I'm about to die, I'm going to tell you who I am. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not going to do that. No. So that's what I like about it. It's just, they were there, they defeated them, and we move and on. And that's it. Yeah, yep. exactly. And this this show has never, ever spoon-fed any information to anybody yeah so if they were to start that now and start you know to and you know and and sam and gilly walked off to hand yeah. in hand to, <laughs> it just it would be so out of character for for the show so yeah you're right there are there's gonna be some characters that just sort of give a quiet goodbye and and that's that and we won't see them again sam and gilly maybe but uh yeah you know and, and i think that's okay like i'm i'm okay with that i understand that that's the way it works yeah and i, I think it's been great so far this season there's been a lot happen um yeah, this is pretty bad. I'd like to have seen more deaths in the White Walker episode. Uh, yes. I think just because it was built up like it was going to yeah. be a slaughterhouse, and yeah. it just it wasn't. But that's okay. Um, I mean, there were a lot of deaths. We just didn't know any of those people. Yeah. So <laughs> they're like the Star Trek red shirts. Yes, they uh, walking around. It really was. Yeah. <laughs> you can always tell when they kind of put a spotlight on someone just for like in the last episode. Uh, episode, I guess, would be five. Yeah. Uh, the, the king's guards outside. They, they focused a lot on this one guy. Yeah. And, uh, and then I'm like, and even my wife. Jen's like that guy's going down. Yeah. Like it's just because <laughs> exactly. he had no lines, but they really focused on him. And yep. I'm like, yeah, he's and he looked confused, and he's like yeah. looking around, just waiting for death to hit him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then it did. Yep, for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I I think it's been really great. I know uh, people, some people I've talked to have talked about how 
it's they're moving storylines along way too fast in this season. Yeah. And I mean, it's a it's a much shorter season. They've never done a six episode season. So they do have to move things a little faster than normal. But I think if we've been watching the series up to this point, you kind of you kind of know how to read the situation and you know how to read the characters. Yeah. So and if you know enough about the characters, you don't need to see every little action that they take. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I think the subtitle of the season is like the the talking's done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we've had the talking, we've had all the where like placing of all the armies. Like this season's about the battles. This season is like we're we're heading into battle and first we have to fight you know the White Walkers. Now we gotta we had to go to King's Landing and now I love the way they set up in this last episode. And if you haven't watched the episode, we're gonna spoil it right now. Um, (laughs) If you haven't if you haven't watched it, like I love that they now set up almost a new villain, which is Daenerys. Yeah, and but it's interesting because they set her up. I mean, she has literally now become the Mad Queen. She's Mm -hmm. fulfilled the prophecy of the Targaryen and become a mad a mad queen. But I was thinking about this if you. Think back to all the things that she's done throughout the series so far. She she's killed a lot of people that may or may not have deserved it. Right. Um, So you know she at the you know early in the early stages she was killing people because she thought that it was the right thing to do. Right. But several times, for example, let's say here's an example for it. When she was in Marine, she was ruling Marine. She came in there and she wanted to kill all the masters because. She wanted to free the slaves, become breaker of chains. Right. So she killed all the masters. Well, on the surface, that sounds like a great idea. Hey, all the slaves are gone. All the masters <laughs> are dead. That, you did a great job. Good for you. Pat on the back. But then one of the slaves approached her in her in her throne room and said, you killed my master, but I, I loved him, and I raised his kids, and they were my family, and now I have nothing, and I have no purpose in life. What did you do? Why are you doing these right. things? So it's you kind of realize that she – wasn't really thinking that clearly about what she was doing. She was doing a lot of like killing well, without well, she's become, remorse. She's everything she doesn't want to be because she's become her own judge, jury, and executioner. Yes. Right? Like she makes the decisions on this. Yeah. She's got like um Tyrion as her hand, but she sometimes listens to him. Yeah. But but she I think in, in this last episode, I think she just felt like everyone betrayed her. Like yes. every single even her allies betrayed her. Yeah. Everyone like she had nothing left to lose. She was in this episode. She was like a, a cornered dragon. Yeah, she was literally she was. like a dragon who was pushed into a corner, and she was going to pounce and she was going to strike back because she had nothing to, left to lose. And I also think the only reason we haven't seen Mad Queen up to this point is because of people like um, T- uh, Tyrion yeah. and um, Jorah and all of the counselors that she had, yeah, advisors, because they were all good and they knew what she should be doing. If they weren't there, I think she would have gone ballistic yeah. way earlier. And I think I think it was like. Jon Snow that made her snap because yep. she asked him in confidence not to say something to Sansa and he did. Yep. And then and then the the rumors went to so and so and to so and so and then it just kind of went around like she had said in the episode. And I think it was just she knew she could not trust a single person. That's right. She literally had nobody left. Yeah. And Jon Snow was literally the only person left on the in in the world who she cared about and and trusted. Yeah. And when she found out that she couldn't even trust him. Then like there's his, no point. Yeah, like his family was more important to yeah. to him than her, which it should be. Yeah, so. well, exactly. But her focus for for eight seasons now has been getting on that Iron Throne. Yeah, and anybody who stood in her way was not <laughs> if it's even there it. anymore. Who knows? It's like, <laughs> now it's gonna be an iron lump. I know. <laughs> it's all melted she, down. Well, she like <laughs> essentially destroyed the like pretty much the whole city. Like, yeah. Like yeah. she weighed weighed lace to it or oh, what weighs to it. Yeah. There is nothing. There is nothing left to it. But it, I mean, she's still alive. 
I yeah. mean, she's gonna somehow. I don't know. I don't. This is this is the big question. Is she gonna take over? Is she actually gonna sit on the throne, or is Jon Snow going to have come to his senses and seen what having seen what she did? Right. Is he gonna take her out? Yeah. Is she gonna be like, mm, you know what? Maybe I was playing for the wrong team here. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe. I mean, could it be that Jon Snow actually kills Daenerys? I what What know. if the dragon chooses between the two, and because he's got a, a stronger yeah. bloodline, the dragon With destroys John. her? Yeah. It could. Yeah. Jon could take over. Could take the uh, the dragon on his side. It's, yeah. That's quite possible. I I don't know. I mean, and the the thing with this show is that no matter how many predictions you make, they're gonna be wrong. Yeah, like there's there's already things that happen. I'm like, I didn't see that coming. No. So like I didn't see her. Like I was like, what are they gonna do for two episodes if they're going into King's Land? It must be yeah. like a super long two episode battle. That's and it's like I it's like, no, that battle's done now. It's like now like they have a new they have a new villain. They have yeah. a new person they have to like stop. Like yeah. and everybody knows it. So it's true. I think it what's gonna be really interesting is once this episode six is over and the whole series is done, to go back and rewatch the series, I bet you you'll see signs. Yeah. Um, of her going mad and um, you know making mistakes, a lot more mistakes, and people saying things. I think a, a big part of rewatching this thing will be to watch uh, Lord Varys and yeah. see what he says all the way along. Because if there's one thing I've learned is to n- never doubt Lord Varys. Yes, <laughs> he, believe whatever he says because he's <laughs> the only one who knows well, yeah, what's he, really going on. He always seems to be the person that like can step out of a situation and, and see like the big picture. Yes, whereas everybody else is too too gets too caught up in it. Yeah, but I, I think Tyrion knew he was right. Yeah, but he like. She's got a dragon. Like, what do you do, right? Well, like, and he's and already fall. I don't think he's ever really followed anybody. And he, yeah. I think he felt loyalty to her because he's he, that's the decision he made, and he wanted to stick to it. I that's think. right. So, and he even said something like, you know, you you pick a queen and you you follow you you know yeah. you show your allegiance. So he, you know, he had made the commitment, but he was wrong. Varys yeah. was right. Oh man, yeah. that that episode was just vicious. Yeah, like really? the way she'd go up and down all the streets oh. and just like burning it, like. No, like it's almost like all the the people were guilty by association. Yeah, and she just took them all out. Well, this was this honestly, I think at this point it's all about revenge. It's no longer about politics. It's about yeah. it's personal. Yeah, she's just taking revenge because Daenerys or uh, Cersei now had one another one of her dragons killed. Yeah, so killed her child. Yeah, and you know how Cersei is about children. Yeah, she killed one of Daenerys' child, and then she killed um, Missandri. Yeah, uh, who was. Grey Worm's love. Yeah. So now Grey Worm has a personal vendetta. So I think it's not even almost not even about the Iron Throne anymore. It's about taking revenge for yeah. for all this destruction that that people have. You know, yeah, and Grey Worm will follow Daenerys because the, yeah. the Unsullied totally will. So it's yeah. Uh, and he saw that in the thing. Like he just totally snapped as well. So yeah, yeah. I mean, the war was over. The bells were ringing. Yeah. It was done. And then they both of them just. I thought they were gonna ring those bells. Like I thought she'd find out about this plan, and I thought. They would ring the bells, and then oh. everybody else would think, "Oh, it's they're they're surrendering." They come in, they get like that's yes. what I thought was going to happen. I didn't, but I didn't see no. what was going to happen. Like no. I couldn't foresee that. And then how about that Arya? Oh, I still not a hundred percent sure what her purpose is. Like I, I, I've seen bits and pieces. Obviously, she killed the Night King, but the, yeah. there's some. Um, like I'm not a hundred percent sure where they're taking her, but there's obviously she's got a big part in this. I, I feel like that whole like we spent uh, like a season and a half. On her being trained to be an assassin, yes, in the House of Black and White, like yeah. I, that's got. I mean, it's come back. I mean, she killed the f- whole entire fray. Um, oh yeah, house. that was the best. Yeah. All that, and then you know she helped to kill Little Littlefinger, and then she killed the Nike. Like she's her assassin 
skills are pretty Her list powerful. is getting smaller. It is getting yeah, smaller. Yeah, she's <laughs> checking them off. Yeah. And so, and her whole purpose was to kill the queen. Yeah. Well, Cersei's dead, but there's still a queen out there. Is she going to flip-flop and maybe kill the new queen? I don't know. It's yeah. it's going to be good. Do you, what do you think about Cersei, the way she died? Because some people were mad that she didn't get killed by a specific person. Yes. I See, I I think that it made... I think it made sense. I was, ha- I mean, I would have liked to have seen as this. I don't mean this to sound sick, but I would like to have seen more suffering. <laughs> yeah, However, yeah. Um, I think it made perfect sense that the two that Jamie and Cersei, who could not be apart, who loved each other despite how hor- horrible they were to each other, died with their baby. Yeah. So she was pregnant. So the, the entire family was wiped out together in one moment. Yeah. You know, and I think that and, that and as much okay. as I think as much as his arc, he everyone's like, oh he's got he's like he's a good guy now. But it's yeah. like he's still a, a Lannister yeah. and he's he he can't and he still loves her and he couldn't he couldn't not no go back to her. Well and that was it. And that's kind of what he said to Brienne. And I think that's why he left Brienne because I think he realized that Brienne was a good person and deserved a better person. Than he when, is yeah, yeah when he realized that Cersei was you know set out to kill him and sent uh, Braun to kill Jamie. I think yeah. Jamie realized, you know what? I'm the same person. I'm full of hate. I'm not and Brienne can't be associated with me. Yeah. So as much as that was a nice relationship and good for Brienne, I think he I think he made a heroic move by saying, I'm leaving you before I destroy you. Yeah. You know, so I think I think that was smart. And, and I like the like again, it's like we don't need a, t- a happy ending for us. Like that's what yeah. we're looking for. We're looking that's for right. someone like Arya to to kill Cersei. But it's like we don't need that because she. When you really look back at all the seasons, she suffered. Like no wonder yeah. she's a shell of a person because and so evil and so angry because she, I mean she always kind of was. But it's like all her kids were killed. Like all literally her, yeah. all of them. Like, and, her, were, and her father treated her horribly. Yeah, you know. So her, and she grew up without a mother. And you know, I mean, she psychologically she was messed up. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So yeah, I, so I mean, she she has suffered like yeah. like like bits at a time throughout her whole life, and then she loses another child there too, yeah, right? Like so. Right. Well, and I think that was it is that she was so panicked that she didn't want her child to die, and she just she became bad too. She was she was essentially a mad queen. Yeah. Um. You know, but I think, I mean, and as sort of sick and twisted as their relationship was, it was still a romance. Like they were still passionately in love with each other as weird as that whole thing was. So it was kind of a romantic thing that they could die together. Yeah. You know, as dark as that is, I, I think it I think it totally made sense. Yeah, I, I wasn't upset by it. I thought it was like it was kind of cool. But so yeah. what what do you predict for the last episode? I, I predict that I any prediction I make is gonna be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, the thing is I don't even want to predict because well, I, I just it. want to see it unfold. Like yeah. I don't like I'm gonna miss the show for sure. Yeah. Um but then there's we've had like such a long stretch between not having it. So yep. um but I, I'm gonna miss it at the same time it's I just want to see how it unfolds. Yeah. Like, and I'll probably be happy with any ending. Yeah. So I think so. I mean, they're not going to mess it up. <laughs> this is the thing. I mean, it is such a big show with so many millions of followers, and it's become such a like a hit. Yeah. Nobody. They're they're not going to like they're not going to dexter it. No, they're just really will not. <laughs> they won't dexter it. They won't lost it. They won't. <laughs> Jon Snow is going to be dressed as a lumberjack <laughs> working for <laughs> exactly. It's with definitely the not going to end with George R. R. Martin just closing a book and saying the end. Uh, yeah. I don't think that's going to happen either. <laughs> Though you never know. <laughs> it could well, you know, I don't know. But yeah, I don't. I don't know that I want to make predictions because it. All yeah. All I can predict 
is that we'll only have a couple of years to wait before the prequel show yeah. starts up. And that, that one's called The Long Night, as far as I know. So it's Television I think, and movies love yeah. a good prequel. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's the hottest it's thing, coming. man. It's coming. Okay, I'm just going to move on to another show just quickly. Yeah. Uh, we I, I want to talk about it for about 20 minutes. Um, okay, it's good. called Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, yeah. Is that a yeah. new show? Uh, yeah, it's a new show. <laughs> I just want to mention it because I know Endgame was so huge. And Agents of Shield is now buried on a Friday night, and oh. and it is back. And I and I almost forgot it was on, yeah. Um, because because unless you watch regular TV and don't fast forward through the commercials, yes. you may miss it. But yeah. anyway, I just want people to know that it is back on. Um, they could probably watch the first episode on demand. But it's um, it's the first episode was actually really good. Oh, I quite okay. I quite enjoyed it. And uh, but it it definitely happens before Infinity War. Oh, it really? Yeah. There's no oh. indication of snaps or crackles or pops. Or pops. Um, <laughs> So it, it takes place before, but it's uh, so far so good. Awesome. I is like this it. the last season of it, or is it? No, they've been signed for another season. Really? So it's uh, wow. and yet they still moved it to a Friday. Yeah, well, it's moved to the Friday last year too. Oh, okay. So it's okay. but it's it, it's just a, a day that you f- kind of forget there'd be an actual new show on yeah. other well, than Blue Bloods Friday, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Fridays used to be the graveyard of I know of, uh, now TV. it's but they, they've been putting shows on it now. So yeah, anyways, okay. it's good. I just wanted to mention. That it was back on and to check it. If you're a Marvel fan, it's worth checking out. Perfect. Have you watched any of the other seasons or not? A, not a one. Actually. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Excellent. <laughs> I, really I, I, I love your enthusiasm on yeah. that. Yay! Thanks for supporting Shield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what is this show again? <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's do the news. Happening right now. We're watching several stories around the world. Nothing's riding on this except freedom of the press and maybe the future of the country. No more paranoid on-air rants about the supernatural. Here's what's making news. <laughs> we don't use that intro very often, know, but that's it's a great it's, one. It's a classic. <laughs> using it more. Everyone does, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what that was. But. That's, that's awesome. I love that. Uh, okay, so let's. Uh, why don't we start? We'll segue right from uh, TV, your Agents of Shield TV news, right into other TV news. Well, let's do it. How about that? All right. Okay, so the first one and the one I'm most expi- most excited about is that because I'm a huge. This is sort of a movie TV crossover piece. Oh, nice. Love uh, it. Because I'm such a big Quentin Tarantino fan. Yeah, I, same here. I, I love. Loop and I love the Tarantino. Yeah, he can do no wrong in our worlds. Yeah, uh, his uh, his movie, The Hateful Eight. Yep, uh, which it w- might still be playing in theaters. I think it might be because it started like <laughs> it's eight hours long. It so is, it's, oh yeah, it's still it's, yeah, if you if you got if you got in a seat about three months ago, you'll, you'll still you'll be still there. be there watching yeah. it. Okay, go on. Um, it is he's decided to re-release it in a new edited format on Netflix and make it into a four-part. Miniseries. That is so cool. It's really cool because it was it was a long it was like a solid three hours long. Yeah, but what he's done is he's added uh, like roughly twenty five minutes of additional footage, new footage, and broken it into four fifty minute shows. So it'll, so cool. It'll be, yeah. So and they've he he said he's even rejigged the story a little bit, like re edited slightly, so it's yeah. got a different sort of pacing and yeah. So this will be like. This will give us a flavor of what Quentin Tarantino will, will be like <laughs> on the TV. Because Luke and I were talking, because Tarantino's always said he's only making 10 movies, and, yes. then, and that's it. Well, the new movie that he's got coming out, which is uh, Once Upon a Time in Los Angeles? Hollywood. Hollywood, Hollywood. No, in Hollywood yeah, yeah. Hollywood. Uh, is his ninth. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Ninth. Ninth, which means he only has one more movie after this. But he's not... He's not an old guy. Like he's no. he's got a lot more in him. Yeah. So we're wondering if maybe TV is where he's going next, and maybe this is sort of his because the way he tells it. stories. I think TV actually lends a lot to yeah. to the type of way to the way he tells stories. He always has a lot of characters in it, and exactly. Um, so this might be his first 
kind of like just testing the waters. Yeah. Testing those Netflix waters. That's right. Well, and, the, and this timing is perfect. He definitely got, won't be on Disney+. Plus. No, he, there, there's <laughs> one, one streaming service he won't appear on. But that's actually a good way for Netflix to go is sort of like a darker approach. Yep. Like the shows and that and let, let Disney do the, the little bit lighter fare. Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's the thing. Like 10 years ago, I don't think Tarantino could have been on TV because he couldn't do the kind of writing that he that he likes to do. But now with all these streaming services, he's got free reign. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm excited about that. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, what else do we have? Um, oh well, uh, all the upfronts just uh, happened in uh, TV land, letting us know who's coming back and what shows are happening. And so, if you uh, have a favorite show, uh, here's a little list of what yeah, what's coming what's back. What's coming back? The Orville, which I'm actually quite excited about. I really like this show. The se- it'll be season three. This will be season again. Three. I, 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 it's one of those shows I want to kind of go back and rewatch, but I was. It's too much like Star Trek, and it's not. Too weird as much as I thought it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Yeah, it started out as a as a full on comedy, but then it became quite serious, and there's some dramatic yeah. things. I don't know. I think I I really like it, so I'm quite I'm I'm actually quite surprised that it's coming back for season three. I didn't think it had that big an audience, but it is coming back. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, the Goldbergs. Yeah, which is great because that's my life story on a on a basically right. <laughs> yes, yeah. I am Adam Goldberg. I've quite quite a. Uh, Openly admit that I mentioned this one before. Agents of Shield coming back for another season after this. Yeah, which again we don't know where in that timeline it's going to place, but we'll see. Yep. So that one is back. Uh, most of the uh, DC CW shows are coming back. Yeah. So the there's Flash. So many. And, like yes, there's uh, so many. And there's a Batgirl starting as well, yeah. or Batwoman. 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 Yeah. Yep. So I'm like, but Arrow um, season eight will be the last. Yeah. For Arrow, so it's like, or I think it's maybe it's ten season. Eight or ten. I don't it could know. be ten. It might I don't be know. 10. It's been on forever. Like know. it's it could been be twenty three for all. I don't know. I stopped <laughs> watching it after about season six. It yeah. was like I, the problem was like it was DC fatigue. Yes. Like I started watching it and then I was watching like Flash and then yeah. I was and watching was like and Legends. Was, and yeah. It was Legend, too much. Yeah. Like I started getting just too many shows and they all start crossing over yeah. and Supergirl and I was there like, were, yeah, there are at least four, at least four or five. Yeah. And them. now there's Black Lightning. Yeah. Like, there's too many. There's just too much. Yeah. So. But it is so it is rounding out its its term on the TV. Um, but what's not stopping is the juggernaut called The Simpsons. Oh, my God. <laughs> Season 31 and 32 have been announced. <laughs> Will this show never end? I don't know. It's just one of those shows that just keeps going and yeah, going, right? Like, like, why, why bother? I, I'm, I'm assuming it's got, like, I mean, I haven't watched it in a long time, but um, I still watch Family Guy. But yeah. um, I feel like there's probably a new audience every so often that kind of, like, joins in. I right? think so. so. Like, it's, I mean, it's obviously got a big a big enough audience to give it two more seasons. Yeah. You know, and it's, I just, I just feel like until it's really starting to, uh, oh, that's the producers of The Simpsons giving me oh, a call right now. Is so. that what that says? That what it is? Yeah. <laughs> Don't answer it. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like as, as long as they've got numbers to back them up, it'll keep going forever. Yeah. I just don't see an ending. I don't know how they're going to end it. <laughs> okay, so um, moving on, we've got a little bit of Endgame news, which I know isn't TV news, but this is how Endgame is going to be seen next, which is on the TV. <laughs> and, and of course, we've got Disney Plus coming, so they've announced that Endgame will appear on Disney Plus on December 11th. Oh wow! So okay. You, so if you're looking to, uh, if you if you choose not to go and see it in the theater, and I don't know why you wouldn't, yeah, at least once or twice, um, then you're gonna have to wait till December 11th to watch it on your TV. I'm sure you. Could, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if they'll if you'll be able to rent it. Like if they'll be. Oh, uh, for on. sure. I bet it'll be out by summer. 
I would think like, so. Like, or it's already almost summer now, but like, like end of summer. Yeah, I would think so. So it seems a little odd that they're waiting that long. You'd think since Disney it might Plus still be in theaters by December, well, <laughs> and that might be too, because <laughs> you'd think they'd launch with that. Like, yeah, that'd yeah. be a good movie to launch with. But anyway, it will be there. So if you need to check, yeah, it I think out. Cat Marvel's their launching movie. It I think we be, talked yeah. about that last yeah. time. Yeah. So it, anyway, it is coming December 11th. So that's what we've got for TV news. Let's move on to. The movies. The movies. Stop doing that. Okay. Hollywood. No, no. Okay. So we've got some trailers. Uh, a couple of trailers dropped this uh, this past little while. The most exciting one for me, and I think we've talked about this before, It Chapter Two. Yeah. I could not be more excited about a movie coming up this year. I saw, as soon as I saw it, I thought, oh, Larry's going to be like uh, all over this all thing. All over. I was literally, I because, this was the funniest thing. They they put up, the studio put up a full motion billboard in downtown New York on like last Monday. Yeah. Uh, that was just promoting the fact that the trailer was going to drop on Thursday. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't a pro, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a a billboard for the movie. It was a billboard to let you know that the trailer for the movie is going to drop. That's so funny. But it was huge. Like, and it was full like LED motion balloons were rising. It was amazing. So anyway, it was. So I knew it was coming on Thursday. Then I happened to find out that it was dropping at noon on Thursday. And I cannot tell you how long a morning that was. <laughs> Just waiting, waiting for it. <laughs> waiting to count down to like Christmas Day to for noon. you. Oh, it was so a exciting. demented Christmas yes, Day. Yes, it really was. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I am so. Excited and it did not disappoint. This it was pretty cool. Yeah. It, it showed like a kind of. It was a long. It was long. It was like three, almost three minutes. Yeah, yeah. and because they had almost like a full scene. Yes. Without giving away the ending of the scene, but then yeah. it had like a lot of just really quick clips that like really made you like, oh man, I got to see this yeah. thing. I, I think the casting is great. I just, I just think this is going to be fantastic. And I love. Uh, we've talked about this before. I love how they have a Stephen King universe going yes. on. So there were some. Um, throwbacks to other Stephen King stories in that opening clip. So if you watch it, you can look out for things that may reference like The Shining, perhaps. Oh, cool. Stuff. Okay. Yeah, it, it was it was in there, and I think that's really cool too. Just to keep a lookout for things. So, yeah, it's gonna be good. So this one, t- this is the adults. Yes, this right? is twenty seven years after the first one. Okay, I've seen. Like, I just recently watched the miniseries, like the original. Oh, yeah, yeah. So and that one's more like it, it's mixed together. It jumps back and forth throughout. Yes. Whereas they've did for the movies. They've split them. They have, but there will be like callbacks to the kids yes. version, like 27 years earlier. So there, we will still see some adventures, adventures, <laughs> creepy adventures with the kids. Um, so that will happen. But yeah, this is mostly adults. I saw the funniest interview, if you can find it, with uh, Conan O'Brien on his new show. Oh, yeah. Which is excellent, by the way. I love okay, his new okay, show. Yeah. But um, with uh, Bill Hader. Oh, yeah. Talking about how the director was like, Kept like would not let him go about how he's trying to look scared in scenes, yeah. but he always looks like he's smiling. Yes, it's so it was the funniest interview. Like Bill Hader trying to like, like be scared. He's like, you're not acting. You're like, you look like you're, you're happy. Like, I'm trying to be scared. Like, oh that's my god, awesome. so funny. Yeah, I I think that's that is the funniest casting of of everybody because he's he is so funny. I mean, he's on uh, he's got Barry and that's yeah, more, which is more serious. Yeah, but uh, I yeah I can totally see that because he does look like he's smiling a lot. Yeah, it's pretty funny. He's he was really struggling with trying to look terrified. He goes, I yeah. am looking terrified. Like, like, no. No, you're not. No. That's so funny. No, but th- if you watch this trailer, you will look terrified. Yes. So, <laughs> so that happened. Um, we also had the Spider-Man Far Far From Home. Yeah, that, that came out a couple yeah. weeks ago, but it's still worth mentioning because yeah. it's uh, 
it, it confirms that this takes place after Endgame. Yes. Which there was rumors that it maybe this took place before Endgame and and um, Infinity, but it does not. It's, no. So it, this this it definitely takes place after. Yeah. This feels like uh, it's going to be sort of a bridge movie between. Um, phase three yeah. of Marvel and the new Phase Four. It's the one that's yeah. going to join what happened after Endgame yeah, to the new. I think game. I might have mentioned this before. I feel like it's an epilogue from yes. like, like the other one sort of ended it, but this is sort of like the, the pieces, the extra little pieces are sort of being tied up a little bit. And that's with right. new ones starting, uh, but it, I've never seen a trailer before where at the beginning Tom Holland's on there saying, yeah. "If you have not seen Endgame, do not watch this trailer." Yes. like I've never seen that. No. Like with something, that's how big Endgame was. Yeah, yeah. For, for there to, for a trailer to be a spoiler. For a movie that's yeah yeah exactly in theaters that's that's nuts but <laughs> that was pretty funny it also reminded me that Tom Holland is British or has an accent of some sort yeah 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 he is yeah, yeah. He, he like he hides that so well it's, that's like whenever like, you see any interview with anyone from The Walking Dead almost yes. half of them are British <laughs> and I'm like yeah, he's British yeah, <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> that always amazes me I mean acting is acting but be able to change your voice or your accent like it's that funny because trying to do an English accent is very difficult yeah. because it depends where you're from in England and there's different like exactly you know, different, uh, Ways of doing it, but yeah, yeah. no, it, that was that was pretty exciting. I thought that was good. Um, okay, so moving on, uh, Hellraiser. Yep, everybody's favorite '80s slasher gore fest. Yes, which is <laughs> actually one of my favorites, <laughs> um, is getting a a reboot, and it's going to be interesting because it's being uh, written by the David S. Goyer who wrote The Dark Knight. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, okay. so he has a pretty solid track record when it comes to writing screenplays. Yeah. So it's going to be really interesting to see what kind of darkness he brings to Hellraiser and what kind of uh, special effects they use now because it's a really special effects driven movie, the original. Yes. So it'll be interesting to see what sort of. Uh, and Stitch It is providing the pins. Yes. For the pinhead. They are. <laughs> That's the dumbest Stitch thing. That I don't Where did know. that reference come from? I don't know. Stitch It. <laughs> You're looking for an endorsement here? Is that I what's going know. on? <laughs> I, get, I get my pants hemmed for a yeah. year on this. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think so. I don't know if they're going to want to be well, associated with this. I don't know. I don't think so either. Uh, the cool thing about Pinhead is, is that he'd be easier to do. It's not like. I feel like. Um, uh, like Freddy Krueger is, it's the the person, it's like the person playing him. That's yeah. like that's what makes Freddy Krueger. So when they tried to reboot that series, it was a bit of a flop. Yes. Whereas this, I think anyone could really play Pinhead because yeah. I, I can't remember him as a character. I remember the movie as a movie, but yes. like he, as, as long as he sort of looks like Pinhead, yeah, you yeah, know, I think and, it'd be fun. And, uh, yeah, I think I think that they can. Yeah, I think it will be believable. Um, yeah. Or they might come up with entirely new. Yeah. What are they called? Cenobites. I yeah. think they might come up with entirely new Cenobites yeah. for this one. I mean, there'll be obviously throwbacks to the original, but yeah, there's lots that can be done with this. So I'm actually kind of excited to see what uh, what this is going to bring. Excellent. Uh, speaking of excited, I'm always excited when there's Star Wars news. Well, this is and, part of a package. Let me get into this because okay. they, they announced um, Disney Plus and Marvel announced uh, like sort of like dates yes. of a bunch of movies coming out. And we'll break it down, but let's start with Star Wars. Yeah, so, so they've essentially backed off on the Star Wars on the big screen, which, I mean, as big a Star Wars fan as I am, I think is a good move. Yes. Like I think obviously it doesn't have the same um, – following or the same uh it can't have the same impact as the marvel universe has had and they tried to make it like that and it didn't really work mm -hmm. so good for them for realizing that backing it off and they're gonna wait uh a few years after um the uh, r uh rise of skywalker episode nine waiting a few years before they bring 
the next trilogy back on the uh, on the big screen. And so they've announced the dates for that, which are December 20, uh, 2022, then 24 and 26. So two years between movies, which is interesting because this has been, you know, it's that's, I think, a fair a fair amount of time to wait between movies. Yeah. Um, but it's a brand new trilogy. Yeah. So um, I believe this is the Ryan Johnson trilogy. Yeah. Um, and so they haven't released any sort of because there's a possible details. Ryan Johnson, but there's also a possible the, the guys game, from Game of Thrones, yes. right? And, or, well, there is that. There, there are will be two. So this is the first one, and then once this one is done in 2026, I think that they'll probably wait a couple years, and then the next one will come out. So I mean, they've got plans for the next. It's uh, so weird. I just find it so bizarre when they're like when they're telling us about movies that are coming out like literally like seven years from now yes. and i'm like like i don't even want to be around i don't like, <laughs> see any of these things like it's like this. well and that's like when we were growing up you never knew about a movie until like a couple of months before it came out yeah like you didn't know that star wars was gonna when star wars came out that you know nine years later it would yeah. like the last one was coming out well remember when you'd be at the theater and then like the trailers you'd be like what there's a, like a new whatever out like yeah. now we know so far ahead yeah. like these stupid geek podcasts that are giving us all the information <laughs> exactly. I mean what, what uh, what's up what up <laughs> nobody's leaving anything for surprises <laughs> anymore but it's just not it's just a different world yeah. right like we, the, the information that we can get is just so so quick and so fast it's yeah. like but yeah it was, that was the kind of the beauty of being at a theater it's like yeah. you see a trailer for something you, you didn't even know was coming out no. it's like it was so groundbreaking it was and it wasn't even that long ago that you still went and saw new trailers yeah now trailers drop on a thursday at noon yeah <laughs> and they put it, billboards out to yeah, tell it, you that they're yeah. gonna drop a thursday at so noon. such a different world but yeah anyways, so I'll, I'll get well I'll get off my walker yeah, get back to, <laughs> we'll get back on track here all right here we go. so uh as well they announced uh because disney uh now owns uh avatar um, so, okay, go on, go so on. Yeah. Oh, Loop's leaving the room now. <laughs> I am not a fan of Avatar. I don't no. know, have we mentioned this yeah, before on the I show? Don't think we have. I don't know. If we I, I'm just not a fan. I didn't like the first movie. I thought yeah. it was weak. I, yeah. I was like, I mean, it was cool special effects. Yeah. I think that was what everybody went to see. Yes. But it's like how it's like the number one film of all time. I do not know because I don't know anyone that has a following for Avatar. Well, that's the thing. I, I, even if we, we go to a lot of cons, I don't think I've yeah. ever seen anyone dressed in Avatar. No. Or, like, or the, anybody from the movies. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. no one cares about it. No. Like, I and, and yet Disney has created Avatar Land, like Pandora in the parks. Like, yeah. it's, They're trying. They're really trying to make it a thing. <laughs> like, but they've announced all these movies. Like, like four, There are now four sequels. Uh, four sequels to this, to this movie. And they are coming out in 2021. 23, 25, and 27. So they're, they're the movies that are coming out in between the Star Wars movies. So it's going to be Star Wars, Avatar, Star Wars, Avatar, Star Wars, Avatar for the next until uh, 2027. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I was not a fan of the first one. I don't know what's going to be really. I, mean, I don't know what's going to hook me to four more movies. Well, that's because I wasn't hooked after the first. I never saw the. I saw the first one at the theater. Never saw it again. Really? I never had any inkling to see it again. I never and, wanted to see it again. It. No. Well, then now you're gonna ha you're gonna have to because we're gonna talk about it on the podcast. Oh God! In no. 2027, we're gonna be reviewing the last Avatar. So just get ready. <laughs> Bone up on the uh, Pandora <laughs> and the Navi. I, I know a little bit about Avatar. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yep, you, you can. So, you can go ahead. All right. I will do that. So <laughs> that's happening. Um, also scheduled is the next Indiana Jones movie. Indiana Jones 5 is coming out in t also in 2021. Um, again. It's uh, called Nuke the Fridge 2. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that the nuke that the fridge? That didn't really take off like Jump the Shark did. No, but, but it was it really pretty funny. It still was pretty funny. It was, and it should really still be part of our uh, nuke the our fridge. <laughs> nuke the fridge. Yeah, I I don't know that there's anybody left who 
is clamoring for a new Indiana Jones movie. Indiana Jones is one of the greatest trilogies of yes. all time. I love Indiana 100%. Jones. 100%. But it's just, there's a time period. Like, the problem is they have to move them up in time. And the, the fun part of that movie was that it was set in that sort of 20s, 30s, yes. or 40s, or whenever it was set. Yeah. Um, it's... Like that's that's sort of the fun of the movie, but when they start moving it too far ahead, yeah. it, it just lost it's all like its Indiana magic. Indiana Jones, Indiana it, Jones in the like mid seventies, and, and some of it was like they had all this like weird the disco balls gone missing. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta find it. Um, and then they had like two, the special effects were really fake looking yeah. in that last one, whereas oh. like the other ones they actually did real stunts that yes. could actually happen. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just. There's not the magic that that fourth one was like. It was terrible. horrible. There are very few movies in my life that I've almost walked out of yeah. and and crystal skull was one of them it i almost walked Terrible. out of that movie it was it i mean talk about a movie that like destroyed your childhood yeah <laughs> i don't know if that's a thing but yeah but there's just so many things was, about it, it that was just was i'd rather see them reboot the series with a new actor yeah. and set it back in that time period yeah like I'd rather see them do that than like it doesn't need to be a young Indiana Jones. It can be just no. like a person around the same age as Harrison Ford was. And... Exactly. Like it, it turns out that there was a cult of Indiana Jones. Yes, and I don't know. the followers of Indiana just, just Jones. Just reboot it, make a new yeah. Indiana Jones. Like but it's like it, they could follow the girl who said "I love you" on her eyelids. Oh just yeah, follow that's... her. Why did she love him so much? I'd rather I... see a whole movie with her doing that <laughs> exactly. than Indiana Jones I'd six, like to find out or more. seven, or whatever they are. Yeah, I don't know. Though I but... still would rather see Indiana Jones like four, five, six, and seven, or whatever than than, than, than Avatar. Avatar yes. <laughs> So All right, well, be careful what you wish for. Is, yeah. <laughs> we'll leave that with a whoosh. Yes. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, that is happening. Um, what else? Oh, so if <laughs> going back in time is nice <laughs> and things from our childhood are nice, so why not go all the way back to when we were tiny little kids <laughs> and watch the Sesame Street movie that's now in production? That's right. Sesame Street's coming back to the big screen they couldn't get enough of follow that bird. So. <laughs> I never saw follow I that never, bird. Nope. I was. I, I forgot there was a movie. There was follow that bird. I was behind. I was. I was beyond Sesame Street. I think at that point. So yeah. It didn't attract me, but they they are bringing it back. And this one, this one's funny. It's actually um, going to be based on the theme song. Can you tell me how to get how to get to Sesame Street? Okay. Yeah. So of course the beloved Sesame Street characters are going to be lost in New York. Because that's where everybody gets lost. I'm pretty sure the Smurfs were lost in New yeah. York for a while. Well, it's a good place to get lost, really. I guess. And they have to get back to New York, or to Sesame Street, which is interesting, because I always thought Sesame Street was in New York. Yeah. Well, they they, they recently named a street Sesame Street in New, New York? York. Yes. Well, but isn't that so, where which, it Which place? is probably setting up for this, I guess, I'm assuming. Maybe. So why can't they just, like, hop in a cab and say, take me to Sesame Street? Done. <laughs> hop in a cab. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that seems easy enough. Anyway, they're making an entire movie. Well, around, if it's, it, like it's kid oriented. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I love the Muppets in the in yes. the whole Sesame Street gang. So I'm sure it'll be it'll be fun. Like, I, yeah, I think it will too. And I feel like I feel like they'll make it for adults as well, like for the yeah. parents who have to take the kids because they'll try to make it nostalgic, especially if they're basing it on the theme song. Yeah, I think they'll try to. make it A lot it of nostalgic. the characters they'll meet in New York too will probably be even if they're just brief will be like probably some Muppets and yes. some other characters. Yeah, from Guy some... Smiley will yes. show up. Yep. <laughs> I love Guy Smiley. No, who doesn't love Guy Smiley? <laughs> <laughs> so that that's coming. Um, oh, and uh, Matt, one of Matt uh, Loop's favorite uh, movies, Black Beauty. Why is this even on the list? I don't <laughs> no, know. Like, why did you? Because I knew I, if I put it on the list, you'd get all aggravated about it. <laughs> yeah, I saw it on there, and I'm like, what does this have to do with any of this? Does Black Beauty shoot lasers out of his eyes now? Like, unless he does, I don't want to know about him. I know. That's why I thought this was literally just to upset you. I put it on here. <laughs> they're, they're 
rebooting or remaking Black Beauty with starring Kate Winslet because there was such demand for a new Black <laughs> Beauty movie <laughs> that they had to get Kate Winslet out of wherever she's been, put her on a horse, and call it Black Beauty. There you go. Yeah, right, so you'll be first. In the, well, <laughs> would you rather see Black Beauty or the next Avatar sequel? Black Beauty. Okay, right. see? I'm glad I've told you that all about it now. <laughs> It'll give you something to watch when all, everybody else was at the Avatar. That's true. Okay. There you go. <laughs> um, also, they have announced that the Warshawskis are set to make Matrix Four. What What is going on with these movies that like started tanking after the originals and didn't ever get better? Like Matrix Two and Three were not really good movies. No, they weren't, and they were like they're all right, but yeah, it they're just fine. The thing about the first Matrix, it was clever. Yes, it was very cool. It made you think. Like yep. it was like, wow, what if we are in some sort of like computer or Matrix or whatever? Yeah. The second one and third one were just like action movies they that were, were, they were like full car chases and shootouts. It was just and, not. They weren't that great. No, and so I mean, really, did we need another one? I don't yeah. know. I feel like there was, there was that's, one, that's one of the few ch chances or a few times when a sequels have sort of taken away from the original. Yes. Yeah. Just exactly. leave the original the way it was. It would have been perfect. Yeah. So unless they can really blow people away. But the problem is the Wachowskis have not had a good track record lately. No. Um, they There's I you know what? I, I actually am fa a fan of, of their movies. I kind of like them. I think they're really cool. Speed Racer was one of my favorite <laughs> movies came, the year it came out. I loved Speed Racer. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> I really did like it. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It's one of those like I'm not super excited for it because I didn't know I I needed to see another Matrix movie. But yeah. but it's coming. There's a lot of movies on here that I just do, do not want to see. No, it's, <laughs> okay. It's a lot of negative this is, news. This is like the uh, yeah, I know it's like yeah, this is not exciting. Except I that's why I started with it. I probably should have ended with it. Probably so that, Spider Man. Know, we, yeah. Yeah, we should have ended with the big ones so that we forgot yeah. about the other ones. And then of course to top things off and make things even more sad. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Talk about the passing of Peter Mayhew. <laughs> so depressing. Which, uh, like, for, it's a very special episode of Loop and Larry. Yes. Okay, so. Uh, so I, I, it's been it's been a little while now. I'm sure everybody's quite well aware. But because we talk about Star Wars a lot, we just have to acknowledge that, uh, that Peter Mayhew, who played Chewbacca, has passed away. And, and it is sad. I think that's very sad. And I think it's. I mean, sad not only that that he he passed away, but the fact that they they're so close to finishing the the saga and that he's not going to get the opportunity to see to see the finished. end. Of it. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a very you sad met thing. him, right? Yes. I, yeah, I met him at a Comic Con and I did. I had the opportunity to tell him how, you know, I really appreciated the, the yeah. character and I, and I really enjoyed it. And he was very nice uh, at the time. And this was maybe seven years ago or so. And he's his health has really declined. He was at the um, uh, Star Wars celebration that happened last month. Yeah. And um, he had just come out of back surgery. So he was, I guess, in, in a lot of pain and discomfort, but he still was there for the five days of of this convention and met thousands of people. And, you know, and it was only a couple of weeks after that that he passed away. So he was obviously struggling at that point. So I think that's pretty impressive that he was able to uh, to pull that off and, and, you know, still meet and greet the fans right up to the end almost. Yeah, um, you know that's something, but uh, you know, yeah, he, I've, I've, like I've never met him, but I, I like I've seen him at cons, walking yeah. through or whatever. You can't, you can't miss him, like he, no, he. I mean, but. even even with a cane, he was still over six feet tall. I mean, yeah. he's a really imposing person, but yeah, so that's that's kind of sad. But I mean, the, and of course, all the memes have started now with Carrie Fisher welcoming. Peter Mayhew into heaven, and yeah. you know now the Wookiee can take care of the princess. <laughs> yeah, there you go, there yeah, you go. So there you go. Um, also passed away is Peggy Lipton. She was seventy-two, and you'll know her from Mod Squad and, of course, Twin Peaks. 
Of course. Where she played Norma Jennings, she owned the Double R Ranch or the Double yeah. R Diner. Um, like such a like I love Twin Peaks. Huge yes. Twin Peaks fan. And the thing with her is like she was in the last Twin Peaks that um that Lynch did, like the the remake, the reboot, and uh, she still looks fantastic. And she was yeah. like she would have been like seventy, probably seventy at that time when yeah. she made that. And uh, she still looks amazing, like yeah. for seventy, like it's it, pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. She, but she uh, she'll definitely be missed by the Twin Peaks audience because there's always that hope that Lynch will make another Twin Peaks because they yeah. really left it at like a, a like a cliffhanger. Yeah, well, because he always does. Yes, <laughs> and so and and now, like, but she wouldn't be on it. But it's uh, but it's unfortunate. But yeah, it is. And and. Um, just today, the day of our of our uh, recording, uh, word came out that uh, actress Doris Day passed away. Oh, that's she, right. She yeah, was, she was ninety seven years old. Wow, ninety seven. So, ninety seven eh? years old. She, I mean, as sad as that is, and as iconic as she is, she kind of felt to me. She fell in, into that category of I didn't, I didn't even know she was still alive. Yeah, every once in a while someone does, you're like, oh, I thought they died like yeah, four years ago. Really, Doris Day, that's a name I haven't heard in probably 30 years. Yeah. I didn't even realize. That was like, uh, what's his face from the Oscars? Um, oh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But he was always at the Oscars, but I was like, he's still alive? Like, yeah. it's like, <laughs> I, it's like I can't there, remember his name off the top of my head. like that. They just sort of fall off the radar, and then when they come up, either because they die or something, you're like, I was, I'm quite sure that he died. No, he, I'm sure he's dead. <laughs> and yet there he is. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. But uh, yeah, so there's our little... Uh, Loop and Larry in memoriam for you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, I think it's time that we maybe go back in time. Let's go way back in time, in yeah, fact. let's do that. All right, let's take a walk All over right, here to the uh, pop capacitor. In. Jump in here. You gonna have a nap? <laughs> 88 miles per There we go. I like how we're just like it's like it's like it's a little walk, you yeah, know. It's not like it's, it's it's kind of between a run and a walk. It is. It is. Whatever it is, we we're always in a hurry to get back here. Yeah, that's we just true. Can't that is wait true. To talk. So what do we got now? Uh, so now we are going to go back. We're way, we're going way back to medieval times. We are. But in in honor of our Game of Thrones uh, overwhelming experience. Yeah. So let's just take a little listen to this. No doubt you've heard of our trouble at home. A dragon, fire and stench. It is evil, pure and simple. You want me to do battle with that? Twice each year, the king selects a new victim, chosen by lot, girls, virgins. Your king's made a pact with a monster. Dragon Slayer, coming from Paramount Pictures. I love that voiceover oh, guy. He's the best. <laughs> I can listen to him to read the phone book. It's like he's not even like excited about it. It's like Dragon Slayer, coming. <laughs> Paramount Pictures. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's not it's like just, Dragon Slayer. No. Like, it's like you just, it's just expect. He's got that big earthy voice. He can say literally say anything. <laughs> I have to use the washroom. <laughs> <laughs> so I think when I I mentioned this movie to you, I think I found a movie of a, that's a Disney movie that you did not know was a I Disney movie. I did not knew that, know that this is. Yeah, it's a co-production. Yeah, yeah, a Paramount Disney co-production. I had I literally had no idea. And I remember watching this on uh, back when like those movie networks first started. Yes. So it was like, like for Super us, Channel for, for Super or, Channel yeah. First Choice. Yep. Um, they used to play this all the time. Yes. Like they only had. <laughs> I bet they only had back then probably about maybe like thirty movies. Uh, oh yeah. That they would just revolve through, and this yeah. was one of them. Yep. And it was on like constantly. It was, and this was the era when a lot of these sort of Beastmaster, Dragon, Medieval kind of yes. movies came out. So this was a really popular genre. 
yeah. at the time. Because Conan come out and it had made some money, and then yep. these guys came out with this, and this did decently, and so it was uh, like then there was all the B grade, like the Sword and the Sorcerer, and all those came That's out. That's right. What with, year was this? Was eighty one? Eighty one. Yeah. Yeah, so this 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 thing came out. I I don't think that I had ever seen it before. Yeah. I, I knew of it just because it is it's pretty iconic when it comes to all those sort of uh, sword and like Dungeons and Dragonsy type movies. <laughs> um, but I had never seen it, so this is my first experience with this movie. Yeah, and I liked it. <laughs> and I liked, I liked it. it. I thought it was okay. <laughs> it actually kept my interest. But I think what's interesting, and I think why it kept my interest, is because there are a lot of influences in Game of Thrones that came from this movie. Okay, yeah, So having having watched this movie, or having watched Game of Thrones for the last eight years, it was really interesting to pick out the the references that George R. R. Martin had obviously seen in this movie and used in his writing and, and all of that. Um, for example, the old, old there's an old sorcerer yeah. uh, in this movie. The premise of the movie essentially is that there's a dragon living in a cave who... They the the t- townsfolk have to appease by giving uh like a fair maiden yes. as a sacrifice every year yeah and so the the town people put all of the uh, young ladies' names into a hat uh, or a bowl yeah <laughs> and everybody's na- and, a, and a name is pulled out once a year and that person gets the honor of being tied to a stake and then eaten alive by the dragon yeah but they 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 got to stop this process because taking all the women away. Yeah. So that's essentially that's essentially the the premise of the movie. But there is of course an old sorcerer in this movie and one of the first things we see him do is essentially warg. He he's telling the future. He's doing the same thing that Bran does in right. Game yes, of Thrones. Yes. Yeah, so that whole, you know, that can see the future not with a crystal ball just by knowing. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um there are also a couple of characters whose names Move directly into Game of Thrones. Um, one of the uh, uh, one of the main characters, uh, the female leads. Her name is Valerian. Yeah, Valerian Steele. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, and one of the and the the uh, bad guy, the 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 guy who's sort of set out to. Is Skeletor, him. so that's cool. Oh, what? It wasn't no. Skeletor. Oh, okay, sorry. Go on. I'll I'll just continue talking. Okay, okay. okay. His name is Tyrion. Oh, that's right. Yes. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Got Tyrion Martin. and Valerian. Yep. <laughs> Stealing things left, right, and center from this movie. Um, also, things I noticed, uh, when fire was lit uh, around this village, it burned green like wildfire. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Um, when somebody says the word Draconis, it makes rocks fall in destruction. In Game of Thrones, it's Dracaris. Makes the fire, ah, the dragons burn you, your fire. Oh, deep. I'm, I'm, yeah, these are the deep cuts right yeah, here. Yeah, um, uh, Valerian dresses as a man to uh, be part of, you know, the adventures and so the same way that Arya dressed as a boy hmm. in order to evade capture and fall in with it. Mm-hmm. So the, the female dressing as a male, so that when was know, the first Game of Thrones written? Um, that's a very good question. <laughs> it would be written before After this. this uh, yeah. no, I'm going to say I'm going to say afterwards. <laughs> um, the uh, let's see what else. Um, oh, the so the the name Dragon Slayer, the the movie's name Dragon Slayer, is not an actual person. He's not a Dragon Slayer. He's not like you know like King Slayer. He's not yeah. that. The Dragon Slayer is an actual weapon yeah. that they use. The weapon that they use, that's the Dragon Slayer, is almost identical 
to these harpoons. The, the harpoons that they. I shoot thought that too. Of, I'm yeah. like, like, because it's a long spear that looks ex- metal. Looks exactly like yeah. those harpoons. Exactly. So I feel like there may be some connection there. Um, and George, so the dragon. There's only one dragon in this. In this. Uh, in Dragon Slayer, the movie, and he's got the best dragon name. That's I think. I mean, Drogon is that's a, that's a pretty good dragon name. Yeah, it's good. Do you know the name of the dragon? I can't. You tell me. I can't remember. Okay, the name of this dragon is. No, I got to pronounce it properly. Uh, Vermithrax pejorative. Oh, that's right. It's like yeah. some weird. Yeah, Vermithrax pejorative. I had a case of that a while ago, <laughs> but yeah, cleared up nicely. Yeah, I cleared up pretty yeah. good. But it's, it's a penicillin. That's all you really need. <laughs> you have to clear up your Vermithrax pejorative. <laughs> yeah. So George R. R. Martin has actually said that Vermithrax pejorative is the best dragon that has ever been filmed, and in Game of Thrones, it was mentioned by name by uh, Viserion Targaryen, uh, da- Daenerys's brother, yeah. as one of the deceased dragons in season one. When they're talking about oh, really? the dragons. Oh, really? So it's, di- it's directly he, referenced. Yeah, he actually wow. says, uh, vers- versim- uh, now I can't pronounce it again, Vermithrax. He actually mm. said, I don't think he says pejorative, but I think he, but he says Vermithrax. So it's that actually, is really cool. Yeah, and if you, if you get a chance to watch the trailer for this movie, if you see the dragon walking, it it walks and behaves exactly the same way as the Game of Thrones dragons. Up to this point, when you saw dragons, they had four four legs yeah. and wings on their back. They were like, you know, four-legged walking creatures with wings. This one, the front legs were the wings, exactly the same way that they are in Game of Thrones. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, so and if you see it walking, it looks just like the, the Game of Thrones dragon. So this is really a prequel to Game of Thrones. It really is. This is exactly <laughs> a prequel. It's exactly the thing. Um, let's see. Oh, oh, here's another one. Not done yet. Oh, yeah, so, you, got it. You, got it. you can write a book. Yeah, I know. You could call it Song of Fire and Ice. <laughs> uh, so the dragon in, in uh, Dragon Slayer, um, di- this is a spoiler, by yes. the way, okay. died by when he fell into a lake at the same way that the Daenerys's dragon Viserion was killed by the I um I and the Night King and right. fell into uh-huh. a lake. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. All I'm right. catching all uh, the connections. Right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's all. That's that's what I've got. Those are the those are the connections I found. And, and the the another thing in this movie is too is the emperors in it. Like the guy yes. plays, it, but I didn't see him at all. I didn't. He he, he was in it. The the, the um, Ian McDormand, who yeah. plays the Emperor in Star Wars, was in this movie. He was in it for about ten minutes, and he plays like a priest who is trying to like drive back the dragon, and then and then he gets incinerated. Oh, that's him. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even was recognize him. him. I yeah. was like, I remember he was in it, and I for some reason I assumed he'd be a much bigger role. I, well, because at this point he had been. Uh, he had been in Empire Strikes Back. He was because what year did Empire Strikes Back come? Oh yeah, he, he was barely in it though. Yeah, he wasn't a big part. No, he, he wasn't. Was it was eight, starting there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but he was in it too. So that was that was, was kind of neat thing. Yeah, because um, the idea is that the they go to the wizard to come destroy the dragon, but he die gets killed, and so the apprentice has to go kill the dragon. That's right. Who yes. who starts off really arrogant, but then realizes that he becomes a hero in that he realizes that he's not as powerful as he thinks he is. That's so. right. Yes, exactly. Um, a couple other little fun facts yep. that I have here. Um, you mentioned that this is a Disney movie. I wasn't aware of it. And I don't think that Disney promotes it as being a Disney movie. Because yes. this is the only uh, Disney movie released that contains frontal male nudity. 
Yes. Yep. And it's a very quick scene. It's where the main character jumps into a lake, and for whatever reason, he's not wearing pants or underwear, and he spreads his legs a little too wide, and all the dangly bits come out. (laughs) Dangly bits. (laughs) So, So... um, there is frontal nudity, nudity, male frontal nudity, in a Disney movie. So that's kind of interesting. Um, and then the, the last little bit of information I've got in here is the special effects for this movie were done by Phil Tippett and Dennis Murin, who were also responsible for the special effects on Empire Strikes Back yeah. in Star Wars. So they had just come out of, of Empire Strikes Back when they started. Industrial Light Magic worked on this, right? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So those two. And it, the this movie actually got an Oscar nomination for special effects. So yeah. you know, that's that's Yeah, that and soundtrack, pedigree. I think. And soundtrack, yeah. yeah. So that's, was, it's pretty yeah. cool. Like it's one of those movies that's just sort of like it it's actually well done. Yeah. It's just that it's a lot of people don't know about it. That's the thing. It, like it, it it's weird too, because it does have Oscar nominations, yes. but no one remembers this movie. Like yeah. it's not like it's it hasn't like it's not mainstream. No one no. like no one ever th- remembers it or thinks about it again. Or like, no, but just, it really like it's now, a str- I thought it's fairly strong. It, it is, and now in a, this age where you know Game of Thrones and this sort of thing is really popular again, it's the kind of thing that they should re-release somehow in a new packaging or yeah. Because it's not. Know? I don't think it's even on Blu-ray. No, I don't think it is. No, no. I mean, I I think we rented it on, on iTunes. Yeah, I think iTunes has well, it. I swear, swear to God that I own this movie. <laughs> and I, because I think we watched it when we used to have a movie club. I think we watched it in that, oh, I think. Maybe. And I looked for it. I couldn't find it, but I didn't want to rebuy it because I didn't want it to happen what happened to that other uh, yes. movie where I bought it and I realized I owned it. Yep. So I had and, like three copies of it. And of course that would have happened. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, my, I had a major discovery in this movie. Oh, tell me. Major. Okay. This is huge. Okay. This is something I always thought my whole life, and I, I realized in this movie I am 100% wrong. Um, <laughs> it's no, like, I really want to hear yes. this. So Peter McNichol plays the main character. Yes. And you may know Peter McNichol from like a, from Ali McBeal. Yeah. Um, he was he's in the like in Veep once in a while. Yeah. Um, yep. Oh, that's right. He he's, in, he's in a bunch. He of was sh- in Ghostbusters. Yeah, he's in he, Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters two. Sorry. He's yeah, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters two. two. Yep. Um, he's been in, he's been he was on Agents of Shield. He's been on tons of stuff. He's yeah. he's in a lot of things. I always thought. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that he played Pee Wee and Porky's. I thought for the longest time he doesn't. No, it's not him. It's somebody completely different. I really? because he looks like him. If you look back at pictures of Pee Wee from Porky's, okay. I because I've even referenced him before. Go, oh, it's cool that Pee Wee's in this. Like I always call him Pee Wee because I yeah. always thought he was Pee Wee. He never played Pee Wee. It was that's a totally I must say Pee Wee. That's a totally different person. Say Pee Wee again. Pee Wee. Um, I can't. <laughs> But I always thought that was him. And then yeah. for some reason, I was looking at IMDb, and I'm like, looking back, and I thought, oh, look, because I don't know, he's in the Porky's movies, and yeah. it's like, Peter McNichol's not in them, but really? he looks like him. He does, he totally, and, and I even looked him up, and he does kind of facially look like him, which yeah. is the reason why I probably thought he played him. Yeah. But I, it's not him. I always thought it was him. Wow. I, even when he was on Al McBill, it's like, oh, it's good to see Pee Wee's getting some work. <laughs> here's, and, here's a good thing, that he never appeared at a Comic-Con, and you walked up and said, hey, great work on Pee Wee and Porky's. I know, I know. He would have killed you. I always thought it was the same guy. And, <laughs> wow. and until this, like, until I just watched it again, I, I looked him up, and I was like, oh, my God, that's not the same guy. Then I had to look up <laughs> Porky's to find out who was it, the guy, and it was like a whole no, thing. Uh, wow. This is this consumed your entire weekend. Oh my didn't god! It? I was like blown away. I always <laughs> thought they were the same person. That's I always thought he played remarkable. it, and even you kind of thought it. Like I, well, I, I did when you said it. It's, it makes sense. He it does. does. He looks a lot like him. No, nope. not him at all. Not at all. Wow, whatever not happened to that guy? I don't know. No. Well, now we're gonna have to look into this. <laughs> this is gonna be another pop capacitor moment. <laughs> what happened to, to Pee Go back to Porky's yep. and watch that. The, uh, no, it was like I just couldn't believe. Like it was wow. like I'm like what? Because I've I've referenced him several yes. times as being the same actor. Yeah. 
It's and like you've been wrong every time. Every time. Every time I see him, I think it's like, oh yeah, he was in. I, that's the first thing I think. Oh yeah, yeah, he was in Porky's. Nope, he was not. It's cool that he's still he got he's still getting work from Porky's. Yes, apparently <laughs> <laughs> he did such a good job. Nope. But but here's the interesting thing. I got a little tidbit on on Peter McNichol. Yes. He hated this movie. He hated his part part in this movie. Oh yeah. And yeah, and he and he hated it to the point where he doesn't recognize that he was in it. Like he's taken it off of his list of movies that he has appeared in. Really? Yeah. He he hated it that much that he won't admit to being a part of this. Movie. Why did he hate it so much? I don't know. I I haven't read any quotes because I guess he won't talk about it. <laughs> but but apparently he yeah he he really disliked this movie and I don't know why. I thought he did a great job. I, yeah. I mean I think it's I think it's for its time it's a great movie but he just does not want to have any part. It's, of I it. think it's one of his first movies. Uh, it may even be his first. Yeah. yeah he was really young. But yeah, not, not a fan of this movie. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, That's so, funny. Yeah. Maybe it's just the genre and stuff. Like some people just Maybe. like. Well, he's gone from that to Ali McBeal. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, yeah. Maybe he just was like, you know, I need a break. I need to get into this biz. I'll do this <laughs> crazy sword and stone thing. But, but and... I think like the budget was like eighteen million. Like it wasn't yeah. a cheap movie to make. No. Uh, I just wanted to mention before we we uh, end it, but the um, the dragon looks really cool in it. Really good. Like they did such a great job with the special effects for it. even that yeah. whole scene where he's like, there's a part where he's down in this like cavern and and uh, Peter McNeil's jumping like from. Um, like stone to stone across this fiery water, and then yes. the dragon comes out of the water. Yes, really cool scene. It's really cool, and they did a lot of like they did, they had a whole bunch of different dragons. So they had some miniatures, they had some puppets, they had some yeah. um, mechanical dragons, uh, and that sort of thing. So they, I mean, they blew the budget on the dragon. <laughs> it, it, the dragon's kids in it made me laugh. Oh, yes, they're they, ugly. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they reminded me of some like bad horror movie. Like like they're very puppety looking. Yeah, they're very puppety. Yeah, yeah. they kind of look like little rock monsters. <laughs> yeah, they did. Like they. <laughs> yeah, they were a little goofy looking. Yeah, but uh, but no, the dragon. And the thing is with this movie, you don't see the dragon clearly for quite a while. Like yeah, he's you know you got to stay with the movie for a while to be able to see it. But once you see it, woo! That's what I liked about because you only see its tail, or you yes. see just a, like the shadow of it, or like like the kind of silhouetted, so you can't really quite distinguish it. But yeah. it, it was very very cool. Yeah, I, I would. So would you recommend this movie? I would totally recommend this movie. Absolutely. If you are at all a fan of Game of Thrones, you really should see this because I think that, I mean, and I could be wrong because I'm not. I didn't research when this books were written, but I'm yes. gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this was a quite an inspiration for. George yeah, if, if not even for the books, but for the show itself, yes, like because yeah. I'm sure they took sort of that it like as a bit of the like the um, template of how to do the dragon yeah. and things like that. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, it was it was good. I'll, I'll give this it. Was, I'll this give was it a good a, one. Good, oh, good yeah. pop capacitor. <laughs> it was a good pop capacitor. <laughs> so that's the show. We've we've gone through the show. We've got this is episode twelve. Woof. We just keep cranking them out. <laughs> we do. <laughs> <laughs> and so we'll do another show next week. We'll have some new news, and we'll have another pop capacitor, yep. and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a classic. Well, it looks like that's the end of the show, and I uh, hope you enjoyed it. I'm Loop, and I'm Larry, and we'll see you next time. Produced by Matthew C. Loop and Lawrence Simner, a Loop and Larry production. Bueller. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. Bueller. Bad news. Fog is getting thicker. And Leon's getting larger. Inconceivable. Brian's right. It's an elf. Wax on. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Oh, Captain, my Captain. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Wax off.